Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. It is I, Charlotte Walker, your hostess with the mostest, and I pray that you guys had a very blessed week. Happy Martin Luther King holiday. We are so grateful for Dr. Martin Luther King and all of the things that he did um, in our country and just for the kingdom, and so we honor him today. Um, And so I pray that you guys just take time to reflect, enjoy your family, enjoy the holiday, but just remember all of the things that this holiday means for us as a culture um, and as a country. And so we are just so, so grateful. And if you've never been to the Martin Luther King Museum in Atlanta, you need to. It is amazing. Okay? Okay. So today we are talking about boundaries. Um, The title of today's show is Boundaries Are Blessed. Yes, child. I think that there's a very big misconception that when you are a Christian, you just let people run over you. You just take whatever. Like, oh, like Jesus will fix it. Like, nah. (laughs) Um, It is very important that you have boundaries and that you are able to create healthy boundaries for you and Um, We're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like, how that can get sticky. We're going to talk about how God and Jesus both um, set some boundaries. And then we're going to dive into just some practical steps that you can take to have boundaries in your life. Okay, because boundaries are blessed, child. So y'all know how I roll. I always have to have a definition so we can dig through this thing and study deep, okay? Um, And all of my scripture references will be in the show notes per use. So go ahead and grab those. So a boundary. When I think about boundaries, there are so many different facets that boundaries are used in, right? So like in geography, um, there have been wars that have started because you crossed a boundary, Um, In personal space, there are boundaries, right? So there are a lot of different ways where boundaries are found. If you go outside of wherever you're staying, whether it be a house, anywhere, you know, there's like a boundary line with people's property lines. And then the fence is another form of a boundary. So there are all these different types of boundaries um, in our lives. And a lot of them are to keep us safe and to identify property ownership and all of these different types of things. So when I looked at the definition, a boundary is said to indicate limits of an area to separate identities, responsibilities, and privileges, right? So in your life, when you create boundaries, it's to separate your identity. And if you know, I always say that I live for the kingdom, but I'm living in the culture, right? So I have boundaries though, (laughs) right? Like you can clearly tell a difference. There are some things that I don't do because the boundaries that I have set me apart. I am separate. I can be in the world, but not be of the world, right? Because you don't want to be so spiritual that you're no earthly good, (laughs) right? Like, yeah, you can can pray and you can bring walls down, but nobody wants to talk to you because you're mean and you're weird. (laughs) So... 
there are healthy boundaries that you want to have in place where like, look, friend, I enjoy you. I love you. We can't meet at the club because I just don't, I don't get down like that, but we can go to brunch. Mm? Okay. Boundary. Um, separating your responsibilities and your privileges. Everybody can't get close to me. Everybody's not in my circle. Everybody's not getting invited into my home because there are different boundaries that I have in place depending on the level of relationship that we're in. And every level comes with different privileges. There are things about me that only my husband knows. And it stays that way because that's a boundary. That's a privilege. So healthy boundaries um, really are good at defining expectations and it shows respect for yourself and others. So you don't want to be rude. Like, Oh, I don't talk to nobody cause it's a boundary. No, you're just being rude. <laughs> right? So you want to make sure that you are defining your expectation and showing respect for yourself and others. So you don't need to subject yourself to, um, like toxic and abusive relationships. I don't care who they are. And we're going to talk about that. So we are going to explore where God and Jesus put boundaries at, right? So I'm always like, okay, God, show, show me <laughs> that boundaries are blessed. The first commandment in Genesis 2.17, to not eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge for good and evil was a boundary that was created by God. The expectation was obedience. And the violation of that boundary led to separation from God, spiritual death, and eventual physical death, right? So God set a boundary. He was like, you can eat of all these trees. Don't eat that one. We already know what happened. Okay, our girl Eve, the serpent, she came in there. He was like, woo lied, and then boom, here we are. So, but that was a boundary that God had created. And the violation of that boundary, we are still paying for. Um, and so it's really important that we understand that boundaries are blessed. God had boundaries, okay? Jesus had boundaries. Let's talk about them. Um, in Luke 4, 16 through 30, Jesus of Nazareth, right? He was in Nazareth and they tried to kill him. They wanted to kill him. And so he left Nazareth and never went back. And that was a clear boundary. It was not safe for him to be there. He was the Lord our God, right? But he's like, this is a boundary. I'm not going to go back. You tried to kill me. I ain't coming back. <laughs> so he never went back to Nazareth. Um, it's also evident when he rebuked Peter because you have to have healthy boundaries in your friendship, right? So God or Jesus was telling them like, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to die. I got to do this. I'm not going to be here forever. And then Peter was like, oh, no, nah, bro, you ain't doing that. Now, that that's the Charlotte translation of the Bible. That is not <laughs> that is not uh, how this reads. But in Matthew 16, um, 23, it says and I'm going to pull up. Hold on. Let me get my. I'm going to read the full translation because it's so good. But Peter is like, no, Jesus, you can't leave. Like, what are we going to do without you? We going to be out here. No, you can't die. If you die, I'm going to die with you. He, he talking all that, all that game, Peter, right? And you want to remember, too, that Peter was a chosen disciple. So they are friends. <laughs> like, he was close to Jesus. He walked with Jesus. Him and Jesus were friends. However, it said... 
We're going to start in verse 22. So Matthew 16 and 22. Peter took aside, took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, he said, this will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view and not from God's. Wow. Jesus is, <laughs> Jesus is telling Peter like, nah, bruh, I said what I said. This is the call of God on my life. You either roll in or you not. But you're not going to talk me out of my purpose. And this is very, also very important of that you have boundaries of telling who, like of who you tell what you're getting ready to do next. Your next move, like people always say make moves in silence. Make moves in silence for real, okay? <laughs> like be silent for real. Just some, there are some things that only you and God need to know until it's time for you to bring it forth. It's good to have wise, wise counsel, but there are some people that I don't share every vision that God gives with me to just anybody. If you're, you know, I have friends that aren't saved or don't walk with the Lord or acquaintances that are saved and don't walk with the Lord as much as I do, or, you know, we're just on different levels spiritually, and that's fine. I still love them and pray for them, and we can hang, and it don't always have to be deep in me trying to convert you. Like, sometimes I just want to hang out, okay? Um, but when I know that I'm getting ready to walk into a tough season, I know that I'm getting ready to do something that God has called me to, there are some people that I just don't speak to because they'll try to speak against the vision that God gave you and now you gotta out here rebuke them and set a boundary, get behind me, Satan. You're seeing things merely from a human perspective and not from God's view. Whew, wow, I just snatched. So, Jesus set boundaries with his friends. <laughs> Um, he also called out leaders for being hypocrites. That was a boundary. That was a boundary for him. Um, and then Jesus refused to speak to Herod. In Luke um, 23 and 9, he refused to speak to Herod, who was um, a leader, and he was taunting Jesus and, you know, mocking him and all of this, and he did not say a word. It was a boundary. Like, I ain't got nothing nice to say. I ain't gonna say nothing at all. Right. And so Jesus and God both have boundaries. Now, if Jesus is our example and Jesus had boundaries, what is the likelihood that you need to have some boundaries? Very high. So let's get into it. So where are some areas where you need to have boundaries? You definitely need to have boundaries within yourself. Right. So the Bible talks a lot about having um, self-control and regulation. And we're not good enough to do it on our own, which is why we need Jesus every day. Okay, if you could fix yourself, sis, you would be fixed. So just stop. Okay, you need the Lord. Um, and in our relationships, and this is not just to, you know, this isn't just our relationships um, that are romantic. This is like family, friends, romance, in the workplace, work, your achievements. There needs to be boundaries set in all areas of your life, starting with yourself first having some self, um, some, some self-control or some self-regulation. Um, so here's my point about blessed boundaries. Blessed boundaries maintain peace, safety, and harmony. Um, they are done, it is done respectfully and not with the intention to exclude someone in a sinful nature, okay? 
um, the whole like you can't sit with us, like the click mentality, baby, that is not a boundary. That's bullying. And we're not here to be bullies. Okay? Praise the Lord. So we are going to take a quick break. We're going to pay a bill and then we're going to hop into what does building boundaries look like. Hey guys, it's your girl, Sharla Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, and we are back talking about these boundaries that are blessed, child. So what does building boundaries look like? So you want to make sure that you're loving on people and being friendly without condoning their behavior and their ways of the world, right? And so this is supported by 2 Corinthians 6.14. We are to be in the world, but not be of the world. So it's kind of um, a very delicate balance that, you know, I like to make sure that I know about things that are going on, but I cannot put myself in every situation, right? So if you are in a group with friends and they are talking about somebody, negativity and all of that, and you know that you're struggling in that area, first of all, your mere presence of being there, even if you don't say anything and you're not adding it into, adding into the conversation, you are still condoning it. And so the way you have two options, you can exit stage left, like, you know what, y'all, I'm going to stay in my office and mind my business. Um, or you can change the subject. So you can change the subject, leave the conversation um, that's negative or about gossiping, and just, you know, showing people and not even be like, oh, no, like, I'm holier than now, but just like, all right, I'm going to go, like, this conversation ain't going nowhere. It's not edifying nothing for me. So y'all, girl, did you see that Susie's hair was looking a mess? Girl, yeah, because my edges be a mess too, child. Hmm, I had to tell my hair, da, 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 da. You, you flip the conversation. Or girl, you know, maybe we should all get together and like ask Susie if she needs some help. You do that enough, they'll quit gossiping around you, child. <laughs> um, don't be present when a situation, uh, in a situation where sin can take place, right? So you know that there are certain environments that do not promote things that you're working to try to get out of. So going to the club, going to the strip club, like, come on now. 
if you know that you're trying to get out of dealing with lust and comparison and greed, that like, what are you about to find at the, at the strip club? You're not going to preach the word of the Lord. Uh-huh. Okay. So, like I said earlier, if that's what your friends like to do and you want to hang around them, you control the narrative. How about we get together and go do brunch? I have something I'm doing that night. It don't have to be... You ain't got to tell them what you're doing is I'm going to sit at home and mind my business, but I have something else planned. You know, let's go to brunch. Let's do this. Let's go to Dave and Buster's. It does not have to be deep. You can go out and have fun in an environment where you're in control and not allowing yourself to be put in situations where you know that you don't have any self-control, self-regulation, and that is a boundary. It is not necessary and is ungodly to be self-righteous and judgmental. Okay. You are not to be judgmental, like, oh, I can't believe y'all going to, no, 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 no. <laughs> Worry about yourself. What that baby say in the video? Okay. So it is not necessary to be self-righteous or judgmental. The boundary is that you are in control of what environments that you are in. You're not trying to control everybody else. You're not trying to get everybody to stop talking about whoever and gossiping. You are in control of you, and that's what you can change. Stay in your office. If you know when the girls get together to go out at the um, for lunch at the office that they're just going to be talking mad trash, stay in your office. Hey, I got some stuff I'm going to catch up on. Read your Bible. Hey, I got stuff I'm trying to do. Get your homework done. Pay your bills. Use your time wisely. Be a good steward over your time, child. Okay? But it is not necessary, again, for you to be self-righteous or judgmental. You can pray for them. Pray for their safe, safe return to the office. There are things that you can do. Um, but the main thing here is make sure that you are in control of the environment, that you're setting the tone. And eventually they'll know, they'll quit inviting you to the club. They know you're not going to come. You don't have to say nothing. Okay? So, let's talk about setting boundaries with parents and elderly family members. The first thing is that you want to provide honor in all that you do, right? So um, the love you give will speak volumes in relationships and especially um, for those who suffer from like toxic family members, toxic relationships, abusive relationships, sometimes removing yourself and staying away is the most honorable thing to do. Um, I have had some experience in this arena and it is okay for you to separate yourself. It is still honorable for you to separate yourself from that person and set some clear boundaries. You don't always have to answer the phone. You don't always have to, like there's some clear boundaries that you can set to where you're protecting yourself and still honoring them because you have to also honor yourself, right? So I'm honoring myself by not putting myself in that situation, by not speaking to you about this. There are just some things, you know, auntie, uncle, that you can't talk to me about. I love you. I want to honor you. I'm going to honor you because the Bible tells me to honor my family members, you know, honor my parents. There are just some conversations that we're not going to have. And if you are opposed to that, I'm just not going to talk to you at all because it's more honorable for me to say nothing and to pray for you 
and to mind my business over here than for us to get into a screaming match, an arguing match, then we're calling each other out each other's names and doing all kinds of things that are not godly. So if you are in um, dealing with you know, a toxic, abusive parent, auntie, uncle, family figure, sometimes the most honorable thing to do is to have a boundary. And it's cool. You're not gonna go to hell for setting a boundary, <laughs> okay? Continue to pray for that person, pray for their healing, and then truly mean it. Don't be like, ah, I pray for them to, to fall out. No, no, no. Like, truly mean it. Father God, I thank you for, you know, insert family member. I pray any divisive spirit, and I bind any spirit back to the pits of hell that's trying to divide our family. I ask that you honor my boundaries, Father God. I ask that you heal their hearts, heal my hearts, allow me and show me where I've had unforgiveness in my heart towards this person, Father God. And I ask that you show me how to walk in your ways in loving them and honoring them, right? So you cannot, let's say you have an issue with your father. You cannot speak to him, but you can still send him a Father's Day card. And it ain't got to be all lovey-dovey. That's your daddy. Send the card, sis. <laughs> okay? Send the card. It It's those small things that you do that show like, hey, I honor you. Happy Father's Day. You ain't even got to write nothing in the card if you don't want to. But just giving God that much. You set the boundary, but giving God that much of like, hey, I'm going to send you a Father's Day card. Amen? Amen. So God does not... Um, command us to maintain abusive and toxic relationships and I don't care who the title belongs to I don't care who God has never told me that I need to subject myself to abuse I don't care if it's your mama your daddy your cousin I don't care I don't care hear me I don't care if the relationship is abusive if it is toxic the prophetess Beyonce said to the left, to the left. Okay? Miss me. So, I don't care what title they hold. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Take the title and the emotion out of it. Right? So, um, I've had family members where they were like mean, abusive, toxic, um, just very, very, the relationship was just super toxic. It was horrible. And so I've had to sit back and say, okay, if this person was not, insert the title here, if this person wasn't my auntie and I had a friend who was, who cussed me out, lied on me, um, called me out of my name, told me I wasn't going to be anything, um, and you can go down the list. If this random person did this to me, take away the title, would I still be in relationship with them? The answer is not, nah. <laughs> right? And so I don't care what the title is. If it is abusive and toxic, you need to set a boundary, okay? God does not command. Honoring your mother and father does not mean that you allow them to abuse you. If you continue to read the scripture, it also tells them, tells parents not to bring their children to wrath. Okay, read the whole, the whole Bible. <laughs> read the whole scripture, child. Um, I also like to say that forgiveness does not remove consequence or it doesn't negate consequence, right? So just because I forgive you does not mean that we need to be in relationship again. It means I forgive you, but there are still consequences attached to your behavior. 
And those boundaries are a part of that. So we can be like you and your best friend. Okay, we were best friends. Something horrible happened. We're no longer best friends. However, I forgive you for what you did. And that, but I also have a boundary in place. Okay? So the scripture that I was talking about, um, Ephesians 6 and 4, it says, Fathers or parents, um, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way that you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Okay, because everybody likes to quote Ephesians 6, 3, if you honor your mother and father, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on earth. But if you keep reading, parents, <laughs> fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way that you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Okay, so this is supported by scripture. This isn't just me making it up. You are not to tolerate a toxic relationship. Um, this is not mean to be disrespectful, right? Even in Colossians 3.21, fathers, do not aggravate your children or they will become discouraged. <laughs> now, I'm gonna talk to my teens really quick. Your mama telling you to clean your room is not you, your, <laughs> this is a boundary. Nah, uh-uh. I'm talking about things that are clearly abusive. They're telling you things, speaking negatively into your life. And this is for any family member that may be in the role of a parent. I understand that it may not always be a parent, um, but I know that that's something that people really struggle with. And so just remember that for forgiveness does not negate consequence. I can forgive you, but that does not mean that we need to be in relationship again. There can still be boundaries. It doesn't mean that I never talk to you again, but I just have boundaries in place. I may only see you on the holidays because if not, that disturbs our peace. And if it disturbs our peace, it ain't worth it. Okay. So let's recap on some ways that you can handle toxic family members. Number one, prayer. <laughs> okay. Prayer, prayer, prayer. You want to pray for them and do it wholeheartedly. Um, you want to make sure that you set boundaries that you are giving and asking God for forgiveness in whatever you know way that you may have um, been a part of whatever situation that may have happened. If that is the case, I'm not talking about things like molestation or anything like that. Like that is not uh, you. You nothing was your fault, child. Um, but forgiveness. So prayer, boundaries, forgiveness, therapy. Jesus and therapy child and find you a good Christian-based therapist that is going to give you and help you set on the way that you can go. Um, there's a resource um, that I really like called Therapy for Black Girls. Please find it. Um, your insurance, if you are, if you work somewhere, they have an employee assistance program. So your EAP may be a good place for you to find um, a therapist, but please, please, please therapy. You do not have to do this alone. And there's just a lot of work that needs to happen. So we are going to take another break, child, pay some bills and come back. And we're going to talk about friendships and romantic relationships. Yes.
Hey guys, this is your girl Charlotte Walker and I'm here to tell you about our next God Goals and Girl Talk live event. Get to Eventbrite, get your tickets. You're not going to want to miss February's session where we talk about marriage and love, child. I've been married for eight years and oh, God is good, okay, all the time. We're going to explore all the things that I wish I would have known before I got married. If you are interested in being married in a relationship and you want to learn more about all this tea that I have to give, because the tea is hot, child, you need to get there. So go ahead, go to the show notes. So it's click the link or visit our Eventbrite page to get your tickets to the God Goals and Girl Talk event. It is free, child. You want to be in the building. All right, y'all, let's hop into friendships and romantic relationships. So don't be so religious that you isolate yourself, okay? It's about relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, um, God, and the Holy Spirit. It is not about religion. So don't be so religious that you isolate yourself. If no one wants to be around you, how are you going to spread the word of Jesus? That is your that is your purpose, ma'am. <laughs> okay? But do not compromise your walk to appease others. We see this several times um, within the Bible where it talks about like you be in the world but not of the world. And so let's back it up. Y'all know I'm here to um, give all the scriptures because I am not talking out the side of my neck. I am coming with all the facts no cap ow okay so first corinthians fifteen thirty three. do not be fooled by those who say th- such things for bad company corrupts good character i don't care how saved you are if you are out here with people who are full of ratchetness and not of the lord you will get converted Okay, so don't put yourself in those situations. And I know we've talked about that. But honestly, like if you were struggling with drinking, why are you at the bar? I don't care how long it's been since you had a drink. Praise God for Jesus and every day he's been keeping you. But why is your behind at the bar? No, watch the game at home. Okay, Proverbs 14 and 7 says, stay away from fools. For you won't find knowledge in their lips. What are you talking about? Okay? And I always hear, um, don't be out here arguing with fools either. Because from afar, you can't tell who's who. So don't feel like you always have to prove your point. Sometimes the best thing is to say nothing. Mm. And then Proverbs 22, 24 through 25 tells us, Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people. Or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. I ain't got time to be endangering my soul for nobody. Do you hear me out here in these streets? All right, we working too hard to serve the Lord. Okay? So in romantic relationships, if you're dating, um, make sure that you're setting boundaries to keep you both from being sinful. Okay? No Netflix and chill. <laughs> we can meet at the mall. Uh, we can go out to eat. I'm not coming to your house. You don't need to come to my house. Don't call me after a certain time. All right? Why are you out at 1 a.m.? Only thing open at 1 a.m. is strip, the strip club and legs, as my granny would say. Get home. Be respectful. Don't even set yourself up. Why are y'all making out? The next thing that's about to happen. All right? Don't put yourself in situations. Get out of his house, sis. Get out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why are y'all making out? Nah. When y'all first get together, you want to set those expectations and those boundaries early. Hey, look, I'm living for the Lord, okay? Are you trying to live for the Lord? And anybody you dating needs to the answer needs to be yes. Or that is a boundary that you crossed and we ain't even going there. You're not going to convert him. Hmm? We're going to talk about that in our relationship series. You're not going to convert him, sis. Just save yourself the time. Then, like I said, the most important set of boundaries is the boundaries that you want to set within yourself. So here are five ways to have boundaries within yourself. You want to understand your struggles and give them to God. Look, God, I have a foul mouth. And this is me. I Like, I do. People who know me now be like, oh, girl, what? Huh. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty Jesus, Charlotte. Let me tell you. I will read you front to back, cover to cover, put my red nose on, and clown. Do you hear me? All right. Understand your struggles and give them to God. There are some times I'm like, God, please, what? I hear the Holy Spirit like, just shut up. Stop talking. Don't say nothing else, child. Understand your struggles. Give them to the Lord. Avoid triggers. I wanted to stop cursing, so I don't put myself in situations where I feel like I need to cuss. Hmm? Guard your heart. And so if you don't know what that means, your eye gates, so your eyes and your ears are the way to your heart. And the Bible says out of your heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. So if you get squeezed and the first thing that comes out of your mouth are the lyrics to um, Crime Mob, Nug If You Buck, or Run Up, Get Done Up, If We Beef and I Got You, which are all songs that used to be in my heart. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Um, it's a problem, right? So practically guarding my heart. There are some things that I don't watch and some things that I don't listen to. So I listen to all kinds of music. However, any music that I listen to is edited. And if I can't find the edited version, then I can't listen to it. Does that mean that there are songs that I like that I don't listen to? Yep, I could not find 8-Ball and MJG edited version, so I ain't listening to 8-Ball and MJG. Guess what? I gotta find something else to listen to. I'm just being honest, okay? I don't watch um, Love and Hip Hop. I don't watch all of that stuff because it's just confusion and strife, and I don't need that getting into my heart. I just don't. I find other things to watch, like Investigation Discovery. Whole nother, a whole nother conversation. Lean on God, man. Hey, God, I'm weak in this area. I'm about to cuss them out. Help. I have said that before. Like, God, look, I'm, a, I'm about to. He already knows that he's in there. He's in my thoughts. He's in my heart. Lord, help me find the words. There are some times where I'm talking to somebody and they're talking crazy to me. And I'm like, God, come get your, come get your daughter. Come get your child, please 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 and he always always provides I had a patient come into my office at work and she was cutting up I mean cutting up cussing out my staff cussing out my medical assistant cussing everybody out now I didn't hear none of the shenanigans because she may not have met the version of me that I wanted that I want to present she may not have met it however when I got ready to go see this patient um, I talked to my medical assistant. I was like, why didn't anybody tell me that this was going on? And then before I went in the room, I said a quick prayer. I said, God, I don't have it to give today. Please get your child, <laughs> please get your child under control. 
she was late for her appointment and I squeezed her in anyway and she was mad about the amount of time it was going to take for her to get squeezed but since she was late but I'm not here to discuss all that Laura if you could just get your daughter under control so I can see these children that you gave to her <laughs> okay I just want to see our kids I'm trying to do right Laura amen and when I walked into the room the first thing out of her mouth, I did not say a word besides good afternoon. And she said, can you just tell everybody I'm really sorry for the way I was cutting up out there. I'm embarrassed. I was in front of my kids, embarrassed, and just embarrassed. And I said, thank you, Jesus, because I didn't have it. <laughs> right? So lean on God in every situation. I literally said nothing about her behavior. As soon as I walked in, she was apologizing. Because you know what? God is good, and I ain't got time. <laughs> And run, run, run from sin. The Bible tells you to flee, flee from sin. So understand your struggles, give them to God, avoid your triggers, guard your heart, lean on God, and run from sin. Flee quickly. And sometimes, sis, it does take all of that. They're like, oh, I'll take all that. It does. It takes all of that every day. Wars have been started because boundaries have been violated okay if you want peace i need you to create your boundaries because they are blessed all right y'all that's all i have for y'all today thank you for again for joining me for another episode of god goals and girl talk i love you guys jesus loves y'all more god bless you i will talk to y'all next week <laughs>